God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, welcome back. Happy holidays. Hope everybody have a blessed Christmas. You know, had a good time with family. No drama. You know, I know a lot of people struggle in the holiday season, but I hope yours was blessed and happy and grateful and got everything you wish for, you know. Moving into 2024, you know, we have a a great opportunity to, you know, do the things that we want to do, you know, and uh, move forward in a new direction, you know, if that's what you want to do or or continue in the same direction if, if you're on a good path, you know. Just uh, realign yourself and, and re-prepare yourself for the new year upcoming and and get your goals down on paper and, and uh, focus yourself for the new year. Like, where do you want to go, you know? What do you want to do? What are some things you want to accomplish, uh, you know, in different aspects of your life, you know? Uh, your physical life, you know, physical fitness, uh, your career, relationships, uh, finances, health, you know, all those areas, how many books you want to read, you know, how many movies you want to watch, whatever it is, right? Um, this is the time at the end of the year where we can sit down and, and, you know, look back at the year before and see, you know, what happened, what went well, what didn't go well, and, uh, you know, what needs improvement, which goals did we achieve from last year, and which goals did we not achieve from last year? What happened there? You know, what can we learn from the, from the year before um, to move forward in this next year on a, on a new, better note and uh, and set ourselves up for success in the new year? Um, you know, for me, this is a, this is a yearly habit since I've been in sobriety, and uh, you know, I try to I try to set my focus for the next year and put those things on paper. And, uh, you know, if you're early in recovery, you know, you need to obviously just getting sober is, is goal number one, right? Maintaining sobriety, um, having, you know, just take it one day at a time, right? Maybe achieving, you know, finishing the first three steps um, in, the, in the month or, you know, getting 90 days of sobriety, and then, you know, each milestone after that can be a great achievement and uh, a great goal to have. Maybe, you know, your physical fitness goals, you know, if, you, if you're overweight, you want to lose a little bit of weight, you know, dial in your diet, be um, disciplined in your diet, uh, be disciplined in your exercise, um, be disciplined in, you know, what you're listening to, you know, maybe reading some books. Uh, will be a good path for you this year, a good goal to have. Read, you know, six books, you know, one every other month or, you know, um, maybe in the Bible, you know, read read a book a month, something like that. Um, whatever, whatever your goals are, you know, get them on paper, get them in front of you and uh, make them achievable, make them worthy and... You know, one thing that we need to pay attention to when we're, you know, writing these goals is, are these goals aligned with God's will, right? 
are these goals self-seeking? Are these goals going to harm anybody else? You know, uh, we don't want to have goals that are like take over on the organization or like any type of goal that is going to negatively affect somebody else. We need to, you know, obviously take a hard look at why, why that's a goal for us or, or what's going on there. Um, we just want to make sure that our goals align with God's will. And uh, if, if they do, then that's, that's the direction we need to be heading. Um, you know, for me in this next year, you know, I want to continue to progress in my faith, um, continue to do some things that I'm already doing, um, you know, like reading the Bible every day, um, growing in my recovery, you know, taking on new sponsees. I want to um, progress in this podcast and get, you know, more guests on and, and you know, dive deeper into, into some of these recovery uh, programs and, uh, you know, start setting up some, an online recovery program that I'm going to offer in the future and, uh, you know, start setting the foundation for that. Uh, for me, one of my biggest goals in the next year is to um, just really sharpen my edge and, and, and work on, you know, being more disciplined with my time. Um, especially my wake up time, uh, specifically, I love to sleep. So the morning is hard for me to have a disciplined wake up time. Like if I, if I know I don't have to be to work until eight, um, and I don't have to travel, I'll, you know, I need at least an hour so I can get up, have coffee, read the Bible, at least, you know, um, some of those things are non-negotiable, like wake up, pray, read the Bible and, uh, you know, drink some coffee and get going, get dressed and do my thing. But if I know I don't have to travel, like sometimes I'll sleep up to the last moment until I need to get up to do those things. Um, whereas, you know, I'm busy all day long. I work, you know, full time and then with the family and sponsees and, and the service commitments, this podcast, you know, I'm trying to, uh, start another business this year as well. And, uh, so, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of things going on, uh, baby, you know, I might have another one this next year. So, uh, I need to be more disciplined with my time in the morning. I know that that is a gap in my time where I can focus to get more things accomplished. Um, I typically work out late in the evening, but I know that sometimes, and I, I do work out in the morning sometimes when I know I'm going to be busy in the evening. Cause again, we have like these non-negotiable things in our days, right? Like these daily habits that have to be done. You know, we prioritize our time around certain things. And one of those for me is exercise. So if I know I'm going to be busy in the evening, I'll exercise in the morning. Um, but I know that in the morning, there's time there where I can get my butt up at the same time every day and uh, be disciplined that way in order to maximize my day. Um, there's things I can get up and do in the morning that will be more beneficial for me for the rest of the day. Um, you know, getting things done for the podcast, studying, um, you know, so working towards some other goals that I have. Um, I'd like to finish the uh, drug and alcohol counseling license that I, that I started uh, the year before. 
I have to do um, in in-house training. So I'll have to go to a rehab and like get a certain amount of hours and then take the test. So I'm, I'm going to try to find the time to do that. That was the biggest issue for me was like, I'd, I'd have to take a day or two off a week for six months to a year in order to get the time requirements done for that. So I'm going to try and figure out how to do that this year. Um, I think it'll be an important milestone and step for me um, towards you know, the direction that I want to go and ultimately being a drug and alcohol counselor and having my own practice and, you know, eventually having rehabs and uh, my own recovery facilities. Um, I think this is a a practical first step towards that. I also just want to gain the knowledge and experience to be more helpful to you guys and to my peers and my community as well. Um, you know, I have I have some physical goals. You know, last year, uh, we did the endurance swim. I swam across Lake Tahoe. This year, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to continue hunting, backpacking, and uh, one of my goals is to walk the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, obviously, that's like a up to a six month adventure there. So, uh, I'm going to try and break it down into 300 mile increments. Um, I haven't planned it yet, but that's that's one of the goals on on the, on the list is to dial that idea in and whittle it down and, and see how I can practically make that happen with with everything else we have going on um, I'm gonna try and squat 400 pounds this year you know gains for Jesus you know um, trying to try to bulk up always you know what I'm saying and uh, you know just trying to again align my will with God's will and make sure that Everything that I'm doing is to glorify Him and uh, and to bring some type of meaning to myself and to bring something to the table for my family and my community. You know, we're trying to save money um, to buy a house, to you know, start a um, a sober living environment. Uh, we're in a pretty good place as far as housing for ourselves. So I think that you know, would be a great step and, and build this program with, with faith field recovery and, you know, just, just try to be more obedient to God in my life and, and see where that takes me. You know, I, I don't know, I don't always know where I'm headed, but, uh, you know, I know that I'm following God and, uh, you know, it's very important for us as addicts and as people to have direction. So that's why, you know, it's very important to have goals and like an idea of the things that you want to do in the next year and the things that you want to accomplish. So, you know, if, if you don't have a direction, like you're just going to wander anywhere, you know, it's like a, a boat out in the ocean. Like if, if you don't have direction, you're just going to sail and, and wander wherever the wind blows you, you know, and that happens in life too. You know, we, uh, we just walk around with no direction and, and, you know, we're at the mercy of, of our environment and, uh, you know, at the mercy of our own thinking, right? And and in addiction, like, we're our own worst enemy, you know? Uh, especially if you're still sick, like, you're trapped in your own thinking, you know? You, you try to think out of, your, out of a situation with your own messed up thinking, you know? It's like trying to jump a dead battery with a dead battery. Like, that, you're not going to think your way out of that type of situation you know you're not gonna be able to heal yourself like you need to connect to something that has power 
You need to connect to a live battery, right? You need to connect to source. You need to connect to God. And uh, you need to connect to recovery in these groups and these programs and, uh, and allow some people to help you to, to get you moving in the right direction. And uh, that good orderly direction, right? God, and, uh, and know where you're headed, you know? Have a direction, have a plan to get there, and then, you know, have the discipline and the daily habits to achieve those goals. And it's not all about goals, you know? It's, it's, it's about having goals, and it's about having direction, and it's about being in pursuit of a worthy ideal, you know? Achieving a goal is a fleeting reward, you know, getting to a certain amount of money, getting to a certain figure, uh, attaining a job, attaining a vehicle, housing, whatever your goals are, like getting the goal, yes, feels good, like you're proud of yourself, you know, you get, you might get accolades or, or pat on the back from somebody else, but really it's about the pursuit, you know, we're, we're wired um, chemically to be rewarded for pursuit, um, you know, from our ancestors chasing, you know, safety and security and food and shelter and all those things where we get dopamine off the pursuit. So having goals, having direction and being in pursuit of a worthy ideal is rewarding in itself. And it's all about that pursuit. It's all about the sharpening of your edge and staying sharp and staying, you know, on the path. And, you know, walking that narrow path, walking that red road, being focused on God and being focused on positivity and, and bringing something to the table, like being of service, being a worthy member of your tribe, a worthy member of your family, a worthy member of society and, and like make an impact, you know, don't just look out for yourself, look out for other people as well and, and bring something to the table that maybe you hadn't done in the past and uh and and work towards those worthy ideals in your life but you got to make sure that uh that you're connected to source in these ideals you need to make sure that you're putting god first in all of your goals if you're not putting god first you're destined to fail you know if if your goals are self-seeking and selfish in nature they're destined to fail and uh you know if you are connected to God and are living in his will and walking in his direction and, and you know, having faith and being obedient and, and staying in prayer and staying in the word and staying in fellowship, going to church, like being a member of, of the community and, and living righteously, you will bear fruit and people will know you by the fruit that you bear. And, you know, it talks about here, we're going to get into to John chapter 15, Jesus, the true vine. You know, if, if you're connected to the vine, you're connected to the source, then you, you know, the fruit that you can bear is infinite. Like just ask and it'll be given to you, you know, whereas if you're disconnected from the vine and, you know, you think, oh, I got to this place and, and now I don't, I don't need to pray anymore. I prayed myself into this place. I no longer have to be like it's on me, I got me here, self-made, you know, all that stuff, like, it's garbage, bro, like, you're, you're bound to wither and be thrown in the fire, you know, that's what it talks about in this, like, those who are not bearing fruit are cast out, and, and 
gathered up like dead branches and thrown into the fire. Uh, whereas those who are connected to source, connected to the vine, that you know, put God first in their lives, put Jesus Christ first in their in their goals and in their direction, are bound to bear fruit and and bear as much as you can possibly imagine and more. Um, so let's just get into that. John chapter fifteen, Jesus speaking here. I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. That's heavy stuff, you know. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And I've found that to be true, you know, in my own life and in my addiction. Like, when I was disconnected from God, I couldn't do anything. Like, things didn't work out for me. When my selfish will, when Blaine's will was in control... I just ran riot, you know. I was I was seeking for lust of the flesh and just pleasure seeking and you know so selfish in my habits and so selfish in my desires. I didn't care how I was affecting anybody but anybody else or you know how I was affecting myself, the people that love me and and cared about me or definitely society as a whole, you know. Um wasn't in prayer, wasn't connected with a higher power and and it showed, you know. Things didn't work out for me. I couldn't hold anything of value together. Um, I struggled. I struggled mentally, physically, spiritually. I was disconnected, you know. And once I connected, once I reconnected to source, once I sought God in my life, once I asked Jesus Christ to come into my life and be my Lord and Savior and have followed that path, man, my heart has opened my mind has opened, my spirit has opened, things have been pulled into alignment, and my life is easy today. Like, I walk in complete faith uh, that God has the right direction for me and my family, and I try to be obedient to His will in my life to the best of my ability, and when I still get in my will, I try to correct it. Because I'm human, I make mistakes, I still sin, but I try to be aware of the things that I'm doing today, and try to be aware enough to change direction, to repent, you know, ask for forgiveness and, and change, you know, actions speak louder than words. And, uh, ever since I've done that, my life has just been incredibly blessed, you know, and, uh, it's all, it's all from being connected to God, from, from putting God first in my life and, uh, and everything else comes second. And that has, been the foundation of my life and the foundation of my recovery and so 
in this new year and, and when we're setting up our goals for the new year, we need to make sure that recovery comes first in our life. So, and God comes first in our recovery, right? So we got God at the top and then, you know, everything trickles down from there. It's like recovery is the foundation of everything else because if I can't stay sober, I can't have anything else. You can't get too far ahead of yourself where like you get sober and then, you know, things get better. You attain these goals that you set and then you disconnect from the thing that got you there, right? You disconnect from recovery, you disconnect from God and you're just out there on your own and you're going to wither like the branch, right? And uh, so we need to put sobriety first in our lives, in our habits, in our daily structure, and we need to put God first in our recovery. You know, we have a, we have a, we have sobriety just based on the fact that we have this spiritual enlightenment and we have this spiritual progress in our life, right? The daily reprieve contingent on us on spiritual progress. And, uh, so we need to put God first in our life and put sobriety first in our habits and in our daily structure. And if we put sobriety first, then that can be the foundation that we build all these goals off of. And, you know, things get sticky. We have that foundation back to fall back on. And uh, it is the firm foundation for which we can build a life of meaning. So in this new year, you know, let's put God first. Let's put recovery first. Let's put others first, you know. Get outside yourself. If, if service is not part of your goals in 2024, you're wrong, you know. If being of service, being in ministry being, you know, outside of yourself, helping the community. If those, if those types of goals aren't on your list, you're wrong. So go back and look at the things that you want to do in this next year. Make sure that they're aligning with God's will and make sure, you know, you stay connected to the vine in this next year and stay blessed. And, uh, man, I'm really looking forward to it guys. And, you know, there's more blessings for all of us in the future. You know, I know it's going to be a tough year. It's an election year. Things are going to get weird in America. And we just need to stick together and not only stick together, but reach our hand out to those that are still struggling. So God bless you all, and I'll see you in 24.